Hey guys, so to all of my American friends, happy Thanksgiving. We in Canada had Thanksgiving um, last month. What month is it? I don't even know what month it is sometimes. Yeah, we had it last month. So, but I know that you guys are celebrating Thanksgiving because all the Black Friday emails are coming to my inbox. <laughs> So I recorded this week's podcast all about instant gratification. If you have not yet listened to it, it's a good one. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about how instant gratification could be killing your dreams. So my thought about this is that on one hand, we live in an incredible time. Like I can order dinner, lunch, whatever I need to my house. I don't have to go outside when it's cold. I can order the things that I would like in my household and have them delivered to my doorstep. I can walk down the street and get just about anything I need for my, not only for basic human survival, but things I just want. So in the podcast, I was talking about like, ooh, I really want a cookie. There are about 10 places within a five-minute walk I could get a cookie right now if I wanted one. But, you know, a couple hundred years ago, not even that long ago, if I wanted a cookie, I would have to go bake one. <laughs> I'd have to, I don't even know how it works. I'd have to, what, crush the wheat and make flour or <laughs> something. I'd have to churn the butter and... Um, buy cocoa, which is probably very expensive, and make a chocolate chip cookie. It would be quite a production. I would really have to think it through, and I'd have to want it pretty badly. But now we kind of live in this time where you can have a small urge, and it can be met instantly or very close to instantly. I see this a lot with my children. Like my daughter, if she wants something, she can basically go get it you know, in terms of her, her privilege <laughs> is that, you know, if she wants, if she feels bored with one toy, she can go and pick like 10 other toys. She has options and she doesn't have to even want it that badly. She just has to be able to walk down the hallway to her toys and pick out something new to play with. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. I think that's awesome. I think it's great that we have so many options and we, you know, I definitely live in a privileged situation where I have access to the resources to buy and obtain the things that I'd like in my life, along with all of the things that support my basic human survival. So I think that's great. And I also see how that can be something that we take for granted as human beings. And it can be such a slippery slope because Instant gratification means also that if you are feeling even the slightest bit of discomfort, there are about 10,000 things being um, shown to you, marketed to you, to help you get away from experiencing any negativity, any tension. So if I feel uncomfortable, I can walk to my kitchen and eat something. I can open our liquor cabinet and a bottle of something, I can immediately suppress or avoid any negative emotion that comes up, including the one that most people avoid, discomfort. 
So I was teaching a yin yoga teacher training this past weekend, and I was really trying to get the teachers to think about how discomfort is different than pain. So sometimes our students are going to do things that cause them pain. We don't want to do that. We want our students to feel supported. But at other points, our students might find themselves in a posture and they're feeling mentally uncomfortable. You know, maybe they feel bored. Maybe they feel, um, I don't know, they just don't like being still and they would rather do something that felt better. The whole premise of the yin practice is that you hold a pose, even if you're feeling that boredom or that slight discomfort, in order to teach yourself how to experience discomfort without doing one of the things that we usually do when anything negative comes up. Avoid, distract, react, or resist. So these are some of the things I was working with the teachers to try and allow their students to do it. You're going to hear my baby come in in a second. Um, but I realized that instant gratification is really kind of a way in which we've softened ourselves. We've become soft as adults because we don't ever have to be uncomfortable for any amount of time. And actually, if you're like me, a lot of our lives have been, it's been demonized. Discomfort is seen as a really negative thing. You should never be uncomfortable. But if you actually look at what it takes to achieve your dreams, the price, as my teacher likes to say, the price to your dreams is feeling discomfort. When you learn something new, you have to be willing to fail. You have to be willing to feel ashamed. You have to be willing to be embarrassed. If you're going to learn a brand new language, it's not just that you're going to sit down, open the book, and be fluent. You're going to have to go through maybe some confusion. You're going to have to doubt if you're ever going to get it. You're going to have to be willing to fail over and over and over. You're going to have to be willing to be corrected by your teacher over and over and over. And... All of that is going to feel very uncomfortable, most likely. It might be fun, too. Maybe you have the kind of attitude and the mindset where you love a challenge. You love to feel that grappling with something new. You, you feel like it really nourishes your brain. That's amazing. Uh, but most of us don't actually have that mindset when we think about growing. We think that it should just be easy. And if it isn't easy, then we're doing something wrong. It's not good for us. So I just wanted to pop in today and really kind of reiterate what I, some of what I said on the podcast this week, but just to think about how you might reach for some of those tools of instant gratification. You have an urge and you can satisfy it immediately, or you have some discomfort and you can find something else to distract yourself with immediately. Um, I think this is something that is killing people's dreams. I think most of us will come up with these crazy thoughts that like, if it doesn't work the first time, it just wasn't meant to be. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to fail over and over again. Um, my son is learning how to walk right now. I know that's a really cliche example, but he is learning and he will learn how to walk. But what it takes for him to learn to walk is failing over and over again. He stand, pulls himself up. He falls on his bum. He pulls himself up. He falls on his bum. And the strength that it takes for him to keep getting up over and over and over again, rather than just sit, like reach his arms up and say, forget it. I'm not walking. Carry me. I could do that. 
he would like that. <laughs> but we're going to let him fail over and over and over again until he figures it out. So today, if you are celebrating Thanksgiving or you are just kind of coming into that holiday season where the objects of instant gratification are all around you, you can always buy something if you don't feel good. You can always drink something or eat something or um, Facebook, watch Facebook Lives if you don't feel good. Uh, all of that is, you know, possibly happening around you. And I just wanted to give you a little reminder to really look at how you think about your urges, how often you just let yourself sit in the discomfort of not answering an urge or a desire and see that if you are can allow yourself to sometimes just let those urges come and go, um, if you are not just looking for the the tools to the antidote to your discomfort at all times, that you are going to be a more resilient person. And if you're willing to feel that discomfort, there's nothing in your way. Um, I just finished working with a client uh, recently who has been had been sitting on a really big project that was very important to her career. And in working together over the past little while, she's going to finish her project, I think, an entire month earlier than she had originally planned when we started working together. And this is such a big deal because the second she understood that discomfort wasn't really a bad thing, that she's going to have all the urges to procrastinate, all of the... Um, thoughts about what she could be doing with her time. She's maybe gonna have some discomfort about um, certain pieces of her project that she had to really sit with. As soon as she was willing to just feel that because the end goal was more important to her, she has been on fire. She's gonna be done a month early. I'm really excited for her. And I think this is a direct product of not just doing whatever the mind wants to do, not just giving into the child's urges <laughs> that we have and actually sitting with some discomfort in order to build up your stamina, your resilience, and actually achieve your dreams. So I wanted to pop in. I hope that you have a lovely weekend. And next week on the podcast, I have a really good one. It's all about emotional empowerment. So I'm going to teach you about that. Anyway, have a great week share your thoughts with me. And um, I'm still doing mini sessions. I've changed the structure a little bit. If you want to coach with me, I am offering five openings per week from now on. So you can get on the phone with me for 20 minutes in a strategy session. I will give you a tool. You will have um, some time to tell me the problem. I'll give you a tool that you can work with. And I will also share some a little bit about how you can coach with me further if that seems like a good fit and if that is something that you're interested in. Have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you next week on the podcast. Take care.